Greetings, everyone. We are back again. I am Aurora. I am the founder of Aura Hypnosis Healing, Entity Removal, Past Life Regression, as well as Raw Reiki and Quantum Galactic Akashic, founder of these three beautiful modalities, which I teach live on Patreon as well as um, live online or also in person, the Aura Hypnosis and the Raw Reiki. Our next online workshop where it teaches you how to remove yourself from the inverted, from the AI, teaches you how to go into the organic, begins June 13. Last day to sign up for that, I believe it's June 7th. So love to see you there to sign up now. And the Manchester is pretty much full at this point. Um, there might be a couple spots, just keep an eye out on our site. And our emails, make sure you subscribe to our emails under our newsletter and all the new updates under my website. It's a, it'll pop up for you on my website, risingphoenixaurora.com. All of these modalities, I also, also offer sessions for them. So you can um, book those sessions with me. Love to see you there. Otherwise, you can go to aurapractitioners.com where you can find um, lots of our beautiful practitioners that also offer these as well there. Wonderful. Um, what else? We have... Um, if you want to support these videos and this video and all videos that we do, go to Patreon for $4 a month to support that. And um, follow us on Rumble and Spotify as well as YouTube. Make sure you follow us there. Thank you. What an honor it is to be here today. Thank you. Yes. Loving the eyeliner as well today. Um, powerful. Whew. So this is so beautiful. There's much to share in one hour. So we're going to cram it all in. And we have our beautiful mini here. If you want to say hi, love. Greetings, everyone. Welcome once again. I'm excited for this beautiful channeling. And uh, just a quick note about myself. I am an aura practitioner as well as a raw Reiki and an Akashic reader. And you can find me on aurapractitioners.com where you can find 100 plus beautiful practitioners. And you can also find me on my website and my YouTube channel by the same name, angelicalchemyholistichealing.com. Thank you. Love you all infinitely. Thank you for being here. Mm -hmm. Beautiful, beautiful. What a amazing topic. I am so excited. I knew I was going to channel this eventually. So this is part of the Mayan Atlantean series where basically we'll go out with a shebang, a bang uh, with the Mayans to conclude. Um, this series. So we are going to go through this entire series. We're going to go through, which is really exciting. Um, today we have Lumeria. So we are part of Lumeria are King Arthur, Princess Aurora, which you will explain. They will explain all of this there. Uh, Merlin, you know, the, the, the um, beautiful, uh, the woman of the lake. And all these beautiful teachings of then so we will be going through that part of that through our lumerian um galactic history from there we're going to go from lumeria we're going to go to atlantis i we're trying to do this in one video but we might have to do two in lumeria but we'll we'll go with we'll flow with it um, we should be able to get it done in one. Then there's going to be Atlantis. There's also going to, we're going to go into uh, the Chinese era, the Indian era. And every one of those will be channeled by another different benevolent being. 
Um, we're also, of course, Sumerian actually first, then uh, um, Atlantis. There's also we're going to go into Greeks as well, Greek gods and allow for them. So until we get to the big finale of the Mayans. So we're really going to uh, flow with this. And then we are going to do our best to have the second video right before the first video right before of short topics. And along the way, I will be doing, as you all know, I do sensitive videos that sometimes cannot be here on live so it's really important you all because some of these sensitive videos i'm trying to stay out of trouble um <laughs> so go to rumble.com and follow me there and spotify so that you can still know when we have some of these sensitive videos that can't be showed here okay all right beautiful so all we have is like a thousand ever more we want to raise that up right now we have sixteen thousand here okay wonderful let's get started i'm going to go ahead surrounded by love light as always and then um write your questions here below to lumeria and um write question right before and many will keep track of them and ensure that we get them answered all right let's go Veluvia, Veluvia means I love you in Marian. I love you all. Veluvia. Here we go. Once more, setting an intention that we don't consent to any trolling, any hatred. We don't consent to you. Don't even bother. It will be yours to transmute as we don't consent. We are infinite love and sovereignty. That we are. Horror. 
Greetings. I am Princess Aurora, also known as Archangel Aurora. In your fairy tales, you also would know me as Princess Aurora. as the sleeping beauty and there's a reason for that which we will you're looking forward to explaining that why you would know me as sleeping beauty as well as there are not there is another name that you would know me as which we will share that in a minute it is such an honor to be talking to you today to be sharing the times and spaces of when the manifestations of our earth came to be into the fifth dimensional crystalline blueprint of the moon. And then, as you heard through Pangea, moved and shifted through its plasmic plates, its earthly plates, and shifted into their positions of the 12, 13 keys that then became the Lumerian, the first lands of what the beginnings of the multitudes of races came to be joining in one in one earthly planetary sphere. Ah, what a joy and rejoice it was to reach this level of fifth dimensional of having such a beautiful success of having all these beautiful galactic races into these illusional bodies, but yet still rooted to their to their energetic bodies, to have them all interchanging coatings and lights with one another, it was glorious time. I am who you would know as in your time and space as they separated us and they made a malevolent part of us in your fork folklore of Princess Aurora and Maleficent. We will begin in this story here. Actually, I was Maleficent. I am the same. Though I am not malevolent in nature, that is a name that they inverted. Both Princess Aurora and Maleficent are one and the same. I was a beautiful being that exists within the forests of our of our earth, specifically in the Lemurian location that you will find, which is located east, east side, where you still see glimpses of it in parts of the islands on the east side of the oceans, where it, there is California, the whole crescent part of that side of the states, but then also unified too to the other side of the United Kingdom. So when these lands were bigger and grander you'll go into what happened to these lands along the way so this is where you find lomeria in these spaces and atlantis will be speaking about atlanteans will be speaking about how they were found on the west the west side on the atlantic ocean area now if you could envision myself i looked as close to those maleficent movies this those movies that you might have seen but more of a glowing type of light so the all entire earth glowed with shimmers you could actually see the glitters of the crystals in all the air everything breathes out 
crystals and breathe in crystals, breathe out crystals, everything on earth, the animals, the plant life, the humans, the elvins, the giants, we were the dragons, the unicorns, the fairies, the leprechauns, the elvins, the dwarfs, the there was many different shapes of us. Some of these little people that you see, they were actually their 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 representations to how there was giants and small humanoids on earth they're the representations to that as well as why you might see gigantic humans because they are they, they could be descendants and they still carry that in their bloodline now so all this beautiful unity and we all glowed with this beautiful crystalline it looks like perhaps fairy dust light dust that you would see and it the sun was very much part of as we spoke about very important part of for us to understand the power of the sun and the moon and stars in this transmission and these energies glowed glowed and they kept us vibrating out we will echo out through the pores of our skin these particles of crystals as everything inside of us glowed in the fifth dimension, as we were crystalline, everything was crystalline because it was the organic, original fifth dimensional blueprints. Yes. Mm -hmm. Water. The animals that you would see would be closest to the fantastic beasts or to find them series. And the Harry Potter series where these these weren't fairy tales, they were real, they were alongside with us, flying in the skies, uh, sleeping in our beds and cuddling with us and guarding us and, and guiding us, they were all parts of our other uh, familiars, they were familiars to us. Mm -hmm. Now, I was known as the princess of the forest. Princess Aurora, because I was the guardian of the realm of the forest. I was, I am the representation to our universe as well. And the different essences that you have seen sprung out from the Archangel Aurora that you, that we have spoken through times and spaces. Now, this beautiful essences that I was, I was never ending. I could, I lived thousands, thousands of years within the Lumerian lands. When, when it was organic, it was uh, beautiful in nature, as we explained. We were also um, in connection, we were seraphim, fae, fae, therefore we had wings. And I was in my form within the Lumerian lands. I had my six wings as well as other phase and there was a whole civilization of phase that had that had um wings and then we were oversee the humans in the the humans where the majority of them were the younger souls that were evolving some of them were also souls that were say perhaps misplaced um well, that's actually more in the future. However, yes, there were the young souls. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, and we were overseeing them and helping them develop. But then there was also, as you know, Atlantis. Um, Atlantis will speak about this, how they were parallel to our time and space, but we were before Atlantis as well. 
okay, these lands, the trees were gigantic. They all look like many forms of the tree of life, gigantic trees that feet and feet oh, they could just, you couldn't see the ends of them. And their trunks were just immense. And the roots, oh, oh, oh these beauties in Lemuria were gorgeous. Some of these trees that you see, they're new babies. They're babies after the Lumerian sinking and then the Atlantean sinking. <sighs> now that you understand the beauties there. Thank you. We will go into the history of what, what began to occur. See, the Atlantean wars and this plague, this virus that came in through the Atlantean side, original say zero point to the archon virus was atlantis and as it it continued to spread within the islands of atlantis that it too was felt we felt it throughout the entire earth and so did the, the the humans that were developing they they were See, see, this wasn't something gradual. It's hard to explain time and space, but it would say it would be something like hundreds to maybe thousands of years of when the plague came in and how it digressed to where it is now or where it was to when the fall of Atlantis happened. So it was a gradual progression of, of how this occurred. So we were the guardians of these beautiful magical creatures that um, this plague was also plaguing the human kinds. As, as you saw as well through book one, also the elven, the, dark, the series of the dark elven that turned dark, it started also plaguing some of the races within the forests as well as it began to spread like, like if you would see a dark rooted virus and it looks like roots, dark roots and it's spreading, that's what it did. And there was such a strong transition that we had to go through. We really had to go through learning how to shield, how to use our force fields of love light, ensuring um, non-penetration if we weren't, if we chose to not become part of the, the inverted as others were. Mm-hmm. Towards the end of the Lumerian times, there was um, the Lady of the Lake. I was seen as the Lady of the Lake as well, as I could really just truly walk on water. I was one with all the elements. And remember, we were in the fifth dimension, so we have all our telekinesis, our, our, we could fly you know, with our wings and other people as the Atlanteans could fly with their Merkabas, depending on what type of race you had incarnated to be. Um, yes, so the children in Lumerian lands and in Atlantis could fly, fly around in their crystal Merkabas. And oh, it was beautiful, beautiful to see everyone flying when it was positive and organic magic. and. Uh, how the children would laugh and giggle in the air and the skies and the fairies would tickle their noses and the, they would ride the dragons and they would go on adventures with no worry or parents 
not having to worry that if they went into the forest, something would happen or or if they went into any land, something would happen. No, the children were free to explore the beauties of our earth and it was magical. They could go into caves and oh, everything was beautiful. Everything was benevolent in nature. There was no negative. Yet the virus was not here yet in the Marian times. So we got to live many, if you can say thousands of years with this beautiful rain. Ah, the children would just run around and laugh and hug trees and climb trees to the top and fly off them. And they would reach as high as the clouds if they wanted to. Ah, it's beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> they would visit villages of gnomes. They would help plant seeds. The adults and, and children would do all this. They were one with the magic. The magic. Ah, it was beautiful. Ah, we're painting the picture for you. It is magical to look upon and feel mm, something to rejoice with him. Oof, I could just stay here in this vibration and energy. Veluvia, we knew what love was in the greatest depths. Ah, when we were free, we soared through the skies. You ever have dreams where you fly? Remembering the Lemurian times where you flew. Ah, okay. We do have to move forward from this. <laughs> So there came a time where this plague started to be felt in the humans and they were more easily being able to be flu influenced because they're not they weren't as developed as as us these other magical beings that we explain and with that is that they started to just like those fairy tales and movies you watch they started to target we spoke about this in prior videos the land of pangea um and how they started targeting magical creatures. It was horrible, horrible, horrible because magical creatures, they weren't consisted quite like, like say the humans. They were consisted with magic inside of them. True magic, the unicorns and the horns, the, the magic inside there, the dust. The, there was beautiful animal companions that, that they all had different abilities and they started using dark sorcery because the Argons, Archons started plaguing their minds with the AI program. And then they started using magical creatures to do their dark sorcery to create and manifest. They became so distorted and separated from the sun and the moon and the elements, the seven, the seven goddesses and the seven elements that we've spoken about, these infinity of elements goddess and gods energies and then they also forgot that they were the gods and goddesses and as they became more and more farther and farther from this they became they became to do the most horrible things that not only to one another but then also to the beautiful magical creatures and farther and farther away they went into the forest and deeper and deeper and at that point we fae became the guardians of the forest thousands of years of this um which is how you know me of 
as precious aura, one and the same with Maleficent and my staff and my wings and my dragon form as I was a dragon as well. Remember, we could transform into different this physical vessels were an illusion. We knew that then, so we can transform in the fifth dimension. So we could transform into a dragon, into these different essences if you were that attuned with your abilities. Okay. Fast forward, there came a time where we knew that the, the we had to go farther, farther, deep into the forest and protecting the magical creatures as we were their guardians, protecting them. Then also we were guardians to the humans, but they weren't listening to us. They were, as well as because of the, once more, the Atlantean plague that was spreading. And it was trying to spread to the Lumerian people as well. And, and it did take hold of some of the Lumerians that turned dark as we spoke prior. <sighs> okay, now, so that's where we were, we flew. Then they also started targeting us and tried to trap us. And um, some of those tales that you see, trying to cut off our wings and all these horrible things, same thing like the magical creatures. And the most powerful force that you see is actually the green and the purple um, aurora borealis. This is a representation to Mother Gaia and her aura. This is why you these are, are the main colors that I would use as Maleficent Princess Aurora. The green, the healing, the purple protection in how I would shield our space. But they would find ways sometimes to penetrate the technologies of the archons in times and spaces. Okay. This is where um, King Arthur comes forth. There was a beautiful angel that was to be incarnated that as I, as an oracle, as a seer, was, was, knew that it was to come in a time and space that he would guide. He would guide the people of the lands of the unions where we sat of the Lumerian lands of, in between of the UK and the States. And these lands, yes, also maybe perhaps parts of Asia, but yes, these lands in between. Okay. But also keep in mind that some of the lands shifted when the fall happened. We'll go, try to go into that. Now, okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Going through, making sure we did not miss anything in the order that you could understand it. Okay. So therefore, we created the Fae together, we created a sword, a mighty sword that you would know as Excalibur. And within the forging of a sacred stone, we forge alchemically this sword into the stone. And we knew that only one archangel could hold this mighty sword and how he would help the people of its time, of his time to evolve. It was part of up the seeds that are left behind for us to remember very part big part of that 
<sighs> so the time came that the birthing that his birthing came and we watched over him we knew when he was going to be born we watched over him like guardian angels <sighs> keeping him invisible to those who might want to know where he is who he was especially as a child as he grew and his ages grew when he came to the age of 17 and there was the tale the tale of the in-between for the sacred stone was in the in-between of the say the forbidden forest for the humans who were scared of it and the the civilization of the humans which again we were starting to see that plague already of the ego lust envy and all of that he would be he would bring balance ah there many would come from far and wide to pull that scalper from its stone but none were worthy none were pure in heart None were unplagued by the virus. None all had a type of distortion of some kind. A timeline that if they were to pull the Excalibur, would they truly use it in a benevolence? And that's what the stone, the sacred stone would do. It was a seer of a kind of timelines. And it would read, Whoever's hands would touch upon the sword and read its purity, the soul and timelines that the potential timelines that they would potentially grow into. And if they have the power of this Excalibur sword. And when the stone, sacred stone, would read through the, the holding of the grabbing of the stone to try to remove it from the stone. It would read the possible inverted timelines that this being could possibly manifest into for there perhaps there could be even just a minuscule dot of distortion within them. Therefore, they would not be able to pull it. It would need to be pure in heart, golden heart. coming of age 17 was very important as the number 17 is for this being as it turns into the infinity symbol which represents all that he is he came strong and muscular to the stone while all others watch and they were jealous envious of why they couldn't pull that stone and what is wrong with that stone Curse words at it. Of course, it wasn't going to let you pull Scalibur, mighty Scalibur, out. And this young man comes from the village in preparation, puts his hands one day on his 17th birthday, and he pulls Scalibur out from the stone where the this vast light shines out out from it that is connected to the inner earth the heart of mother earth and shoots out into the universe he holds it in this palm 
with that he received his final integration coming from human born to angelic form. His wings sprung out from within him. His two seraphim wings, his set of six wings sprung out from him. And he is known as Archangel Four. And from there, there was nothing that can penetrate him. Nothing could penetrate him. For he had come into a full, at the fullest Archangel form, which is Archangel Michael, Archangel Helio, Lucifer, in one embodiment, this form that he is, this beauty. And as he held Excalibur within him, his orc field spun out like spheres, spheres of light, spheres of light, circles of light coming out from his heart, rebelling out. He held the mighty sword in his hand. And that is the beginning of his kingdom and how he began to bridge this beautiful kingdom. Grow it and expand it and protect it. Build these castles and walls. And led the people of this civilization of Lumerian. Because when his ripple of vibration activated on earth and he came into his archangel form, so too did it ripple out. And this is why you know Excalibur as being, say, Archangel Michael's sword, Divine Father's sword. Because it is that. It is his mighty sword that protects all of creation. It was the embodiment that was gifted to him from the, the heavens of Divine Mother to him in the now for this princess. Aurora and Maleficent was the embodiment of this beauty to him. And it is who gifted this sword to him and helped it make and alchemize. Coming into his full form, all parts and beauties. And then he had knights at the round table and he also also began to understand the forest wasn't the forbidden forest there wasn't anything negative within it he began to teach the people of lumeria before the fall teaching them to actually honor love and respect the life forms though there was still some of course that did not listen that would hide within dark sorcery that had become infested by the Archon virus. And his round tables, knights would shield and protect. And they were parts of the legions of love, of light, of the legion of light, the legion of love light. And those angels, as he incarnated here, he would activate the divine masculines that were meant to be activated to stand by his side. Of course, there were females as well. We're speaking of his perspective in this moment in time. King Arthur, as you would know him, or more like King Four, Archangel Four, Divine Father. 
Ah, and this golden heart was felt through all of Lemuria, and it was a big part of keeping Lemuria balanced enough, long enough to, for that the crystalline formations that were meant to be uh, incarnated, coded into Earth, so that when the fall happened, it was part of that, ensuring that the fruition of your organic timeline now to be all these pieces of these benevolent beings that play these roles are part of that they're all pieces of the puzzle that get us here in this moment important moment time and space so in those times and spaces we were he was in union he actually came into requested for the audience of this beautiful Princess Aurora Maleficent to come and to meet with him. And in that moment in time, he fell in love with her and realized the beauty that she was and the beauties of these forests and these magical beings that had tucked away another activation in soul remembrance for him. And together they were one like that moon and the sun and the earth and infinity symbol. And they kept balanced together where the magic was still, was, uh, was burning, beginning to merge back to the humans. merge along the way as this beautiful sacred union came to be there were also the dark sorcerers that were part of lumeria specifically merlin there's a reason why they make merlin look as he as benevolent in nature he actually is malevolent in nature he was part of the plague of assisting in spreading the Archon virus within the Lumerian times. And too, though, in an organic form, it, it was coming to an ending. So this Merlin entity was you can say an embodiment it had become an embodiment of the archon father therefore it was great within the magic but it had incarnated into a vessel um, and then it was a way of bridging in from the archon universe into this vessel that it was pure dark sorcery and was trying to ensure that its inverted plan continued where Atlant Lumeria and Atlantis would fall so that all these life forms can then densify into the third dimension. And there was a grand battle that occurred between this Merlin Archon father that went through between the union of the princess of the forests and king arthur and how uh, initially um there is a lot to share here in between that battle <laughs> 
Hmm. Hmm. I'm trying to see how much time we've been speaking already. And if we make need to make this into a part two, can you share with us how much time we've been speaking? It's been about 30 minutes. Okay. So we have about 20, 25 minutes more. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We are slowing time down. We have lost time, track of time. Very good. Now, okay. There was a grand battle between these forces of the inverted darkness, inverted, not organic darkness, inverted artificial intelligence. And, and, uh, so, so too, as they, as this Archon virus plagued the Atlantis where it began, it also um, wanted to plague the Lemurian lands. You have seen some of this explained through the aura regression, aura hypnosis, Lemuria versus Atlantis. You can watch that more to understand this as well, even more, many versions. And, Dark sorcery initially, because the collective chose the dark sorcery and the inverted, initially did end up, say, triumphing. But there was plans, divine plans to all forms, especially from the magical creatures of the forest and all these beautiful fays and beings, where they would ensure that it was protected, Lumeria would be protected. The original, right, or original blueprint would be protected. So together, they began the first splitting, the two third world split, where the two, where the earth was one, with the dark sorcery of the Sarkhan father and the plague that was spreading, it needed to separate from itself because we were not going to lose. So together, all the Lumerian beings who were in highest consciousness and some as well as um, these Archangels that incarnated as these knights, and they were in, um, they had developed their abilities. Also, keep in mind that we lived hundreds of years then, humans as well, not, you know, only say 70, whatever ages you're living now, 100. So, there was time to develop. So, there's a lot that goes into the developing of this uh, Lumerian civilization and the great beautiful reign of King Arthur and the knights and the reign and the beauties of the forest and how they became one. So the earth was together, then the virus continued to spread from Atlantis to Lemuria, spreading like those dark roots. And when it came and it started uh, unbalancing earth, balancing the organic darkness plaguing it with the artificial thus the unity consciousness of all benevolent beings that were in a highest consciousness of heart and love they together were part of separating this so at the time of the sinkings of lumeria what happened is that it sunk and needed to sink and it was a collective of source and benevolent beings that assisted in shaking earthquaking shaking the earth in those parts sacred lands of lumeria bringing them down because what happened is that as they 
they went and sunk into the water energetically what happened to them actually is the Lumerian organic blueprint saved itself and it bifurcated it is separated itself becoming going up keeping itself and this when all the magical creatures went with this planetary sphere organic blueprint Lumerian five-dimensional blueprint it went with them all the magical creatures so all that basically were a matching vibration to the fifth dimension went the elephants and so on went and some of them also went inside the inner earth where you have heard Adama the Garthian speak of this and they became um, a portal this portal they are the portal so into the fifth dimensional earth you go down and we've talked about this plenty of times through the heart of mother Gaia and we transfer out into the fifth dimension so that is when the split happened the 3D decided to stay in the 3D. The 50 needed to separate because we couldn't allow for it to be plagued. We needed the original blueprint to save itself. So therefore, the magical creatures, dragons and so on, became went with it, and they became the guardians. Until this day, they hold that organic blueprint for us there because they weren't. They did not allow a plaguing of themselves. Now some of them. As you we told in the beginnings, they some of them they took them and they put dark black magic on them, all that kind of stuff. But the ones that remained were able to go collectively into this earth and they hold it now there. Then, as you know, in the 1221, 2020, 10 years. 10 years ago. Think about that. 10 years ago. From what's to come. 12, 21, 22, 10 years ago, on 12, 21, 2012. There's something really important there. It started coming back and then it crystallized in 12, 21, 2020, 20, it began to anchor in and then it fully crystallized in on 12, 21, 21. So that came back, the promised land came back, it's blueprint, now they're living, like we have showed you, two, two worlds together unified, in the two third world split playlist, they're there, living there together, bridging in the organic so that those who were stuck and inverted because it couldn't be the right density, as we talked about the events. In the ascension all about the event and ascension video definitely want to watch that because as they're in inverted now they can bridge into they can start bridging into the fifth dimension which will turn out to be the sixth dimension because why because we've already done the fifth dimension why would we repeat again the fifth dimension that makes no sense we would we've already done it in atlantis in the mirror we're in the five dimension why are we going to do it again no when the universe ascends so will we ascend out, there will be no more 5D anymore. It will be gone and actually will go sixth dimension and higher. One of the reasons why they plague the number six is it's the devil. Oh no, they know that eventually when ascension ha happens collectively, we will shift out. We've already done that. We already experimented the fifth dimension enough. We are done with that experiment. Unless we will transition into the sixth dimensional earth 
which will be life in itself will be completely most beautiful grand and beautiful different after ascension comes forth okay the new earth all of that Yes, yes. So if there's anything else that we want to share about the mirror before we open up for questions. Ah, we did beautiful. Mm -hmm. That we did. Ah, so now these fairy tales are real. What, so, you know, and then some of the inverted started lurking in the dark, in the darkness as well, like vampiric entities, demonic things after the fall after we Lumerian sunk down, started seeing some of these distortions where they took magical creatures and they did ha when they could, and then they distorted them into these things. Werewolves, those were actually real. Some of these things still exist down in caves to this day. And they have dark portals that they could pull you in. Yeah, the, um, mm -hmm. yes. Thank you. Beautiful. You may open them up for questions. We are ready. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What a beautiful channeling. And thank you for sharing the true story of uh, Princess Aurora and King Arthur and Plumeria. So we do have a lot of questions and I'll get going with them. The first one is yes, we forgot one thing. Yes, sure. The reason why I'm called Sleeping Beauty in your fairy tales is because that is what happened to Gaia and I. When the fall of Lumeria and Atlantis came, we fell asleep. The world fell asleep when the bifurcation happened, separated. That is why I am known as Sleeping Beauty. Because the inversion made us fall asleep into the third dimension. Up until now, think about how long it's been, thousands and thousands of years. And here we are finally, after this whole entire galactic history that you've gone through of Earth, Earth history, Sumerians, the Egyptians, the after Atlanteans, all of these different time eras, we're finally here. Oh, it brings tears to my eyes. We've awakened. That's what it represents. 12, 21, 2012 beginning. We've awakened. We are awake. No more sleeping do we need to be in. You may continue. Thank you. That really hit home. Oh, brought so many tears. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. The first question is about um, Arcane. Which Archangel would Princess Aurora, Maleficent, and Lady of the Lake be a fractal of, if that can be shared? Thank you. So we explained to be I'm sorry, your voice is cracking. We explained at the beginning that Princess Aurora, Aurora Saint Bean, 
Archangel Aurora incarnated as a princess, Princess Aurora, Maleficent of the forest. Did you hear that? Yes, beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for that. All right. Can you hear me well? Yes, I can hear you. Mm -hmm. The same thing about Maleficent and Lady of the Lake. You had already clarified that Maleficent is the same as Princess Aurora, correct? And the Lady of the Lake, yes. All one being. Beautiful. We have this beautiful question from a Patreon this morning. It is believed by some Princess Aurora is Gaia, Mother Earth, as well as Princess Aurora is Archangel Michael's twin flame. And certain star seeds are code carriers of Archangel Michael and Princess Aurora, masculine and feminine union. They are the carriers of this blueprint. Can you explain this, please? Yes, this is this is accurate. Mm-hmm. Exactly what you explained. You explained that. There are the divine feminine Princess Aurora is the divine feminine of our universe, which is our universe itself. And then we have the masculine Archangel Michael. Yes, they are twin flames. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Thank you. And one of the biggest revelations that also came through this beautiful channeling is about Merlin. And so did Merlin ever positive polarize from that role that, you know, he got himself into? No, Mm-mm, no. Some of the most powerful dark sorcerers on earth are actually fractals of Merlin. And they're compromised by the Archon Father. They're, they're like an embodiment of the Archon Father. Still compromised. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Now, this is from a viewer I'd like who to wanted to add Sorry, this, go ahead. Um, that even though we fell asleep, that we still continued in the forest. Continue to the forest, actually, and part of the reasons why there was even, um, you, you know, you know, the witch trials and all of that, because they were trying to find us. They called us witches. <laughs> They're trying to find us still in the forest. We still remain invisible and cloaked to to them. And some of our you know, children were part of the people that they were killing. They were just light workers. We still stayed guarded, even though, say, the earth fell asleep. We became still the guardians of all. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Beautiful. (laughs) Thank you for sharing that. Now, trying to understand um, if Lumerians are a race or, you know, in the beginning of the story, you shared about how different galactic races and star seeds came together in one place and they formed Lumeria and they brought in their star codes from there. Now, one of the viewers has asked in her aura session, she was told that she is, her galactic soul family is Lumerian and her twin flame was told that he is Syrian in an Akashic reading. So can you share how that would be? Can you share a little bit more about this? Mm, So she's Lumerian and he's Syrian? Syrian, Mm mm-hmm. Well, those are just incarnations we've explained about this before through hmm, many videos the light language explains it how they're just incarnations so your your higher self is wouldn't be an incarnation your higher self is the one that is beyond and in all dimensions the oversoul and the higher self which tend to be oversouls are angelic in form so so there's a confusion in this 
they, these would be more of a incarnations of who you are, who you incarnated into, into races, galactic races. So there were many beings, as we said, in Lumeria, there's not just one race, there were blue beings, there were red beings, there were all colored gold beings, skin tone, because we would illuminate different colors, right, because we would glow um, the skin, therefore, and like I said, all sizes. So uh, we've talked about this in Pangea, Lumeria that specific one where we had watched that video to understand this matrix we're trying to stick on stick with what we have not talked about so consciousness come in to the pods right now because that's what it is a simulation we talked about all this we talked about the organic crystalline there and what it turned into watch that video yes this is a series so you want to watch them in order to understand the series yes go ahead yes i agree thank you for sharing that that makes sense mm -hmm. now in you know all the beautiful you know we call they call fairy tales <laughs> um i guess they call them for a reason the phrase and very often when you know we dream and or you know growing up as children we would dream of you know certain things we were always told this only happens in fairy tales happy endings are only for fairy tales especially to do with the divine masculine where you know girls would wait for you know their man or their prince charming to come on a horse and they would say that only exists in fairy tales men are not like that real men don't exist hmm. so is that an inversion that was created on the divine masculine absolutely mm -hmm. part of the that's how they play the dark sorcery it's so simple it's so simple to them it's just words and these words hold dark spells and it's program once they program they're just dark spells and curses that, that's what you can say that the fall of atlantis and lumeria was there was a dark curse that we all fall asleep into mm -hmm. thank you Thank you for sharing that. The next question is about um, crystals. Now, very often, you know, we are on a search for Lemurian quartz and Lemurian crystals, and they're being sold in, you know, stores as well. Is there a way that, you know, I know we do need to follow our heart frequency and see how it feels, but is there a way we can feel into the energy of Lemuria and really know if those crystals are from there? Mm-hmm. Well, you would have to bifurcate you can because you could do you can do that with your imagination the majority of you all have had a lumerian life because it you began from there unless you completely were new to earth um then you came outside from earth as a star seed just volunteering right um so if you haven't had a life before on earth and weren't here from the beginning of lumeria then what you would want to do is you want to call you would want to call forth on these embodiments of Lumeria. You can call on the land when it was organic of Lumeria. You can call some of these benevolent beings that you know of that were existing during Lumeria. Maybe just a collective of benevolent beings of energies of Lumeria. You can call on a unicorn. You can call you can call actually on any magical creature you connect to, and they will help you bifurcate so you will feel yourself in that time standing in Lumeria with the everything like we explained how it looked crystallized and your feet are grounded to it 
and you will feel you will have yourself so you energetically in within a timeline you will be in a bubble of lumeria bubble and you will listen to the crystals and they will tell you if they are just simple are you lumerian or are you not and they will say yes or no and that is it but again you don't believe in yourself too much so Sometimes you doubt yourself so much that you forget that you can do these things so easily with just a thought form and imagination away. Um, so that is a way you would tap into the lands then. So whether you were part from then or you, you, regardless, you're here. The blueprint is here on Earth. It's coded within all the pyramids that Yeshua talked about. And he explained how everything's uh, sacred symbols um, in our most recent video. The name of it, what was it? So, Yeshua knew it all, something like that. Mm -hmm. All the codings there. Yes, continue. Beautiful. Thank you for that. Uh, that actually also did tie into the next question someone had about how to connect with the dragons in Lemuria um, land. Thank you. Now, someone wants to know how was the weather in Lemuria? Did it have all seasons, like summer or winter? <laughs> Hmm. Hmm. The four seasons are really important. Therefore, yes, they have always been here mm -hmm. in the different parts of the world where you do see the four seasons. There's a significance to that. The, it's the cycle of human life and life all on Earth, right? So you have the spring, rebirth, the summer, the heat. Perhaps it could be, there's much to this transmutation, fire, warmth, rejoicing in the warmth. Then there's the fall where the leaves drop the seeds. And you're coming to a renewal, the winter where you hibernate like a bird, like a bear. Um, so there's a significance to the four seasons and how it's grouped by the four times in the four sacred directions in the four the number four represents angels yeah beautiful thank you do you think you can take one more yes. question yes Wonderful. where does the holy grail energy come into lemuria and avalon story what are we allowed to know in this time and space please thank you mm -hmm. The Holy Grail was starting to begin to create inside the inner earth because some of what, like Adamas Adara spoke of, some of us, not some lands sunk to protect the sacred teachings and the sacred energies. But again, remember they merged, they sunk in to bifurcate, separate. And then some of the uh, Lumerian people, when the Elvins and the Lumerian people went down into Earth through some of these locations that you would know as Manchester and other parts of locations through spread out through all Earth. Um, and then, so that is uh, the representation of that is the Holy Grail, how they kept the organic bifurcation inside of Earth from inside of Earth, and they are the portal. So the Holy Grail is a representation to the portal of ascension all that exists within the portal of ascension and all sacred knowledge within it. 
You, you can, we, could, we can take two more questions. Beautiful. Um, one of the questions is about horses. Are all the horses here now basically unicorns, but in 3D world now with no horns? <laughs> Absolutely, yes. Mm -hmm. um, but there isn't just unicorns that ran with four legs. There's There were all types of, of beings in four legs that would run, that had shapes of horses. Some of them, ah, they were so beautiful. They glowed, their skin glowed. Some of them had six legs. Some of them, ah, it's just like versatile. Yes, it's not just unicorns, but many other beings that are horse-like, unicorn-like, Pegasus. Mm -hmm. Yes, continue. Beautiful. The final question for today is about children. As we heard such a beautiful description of how free children were in the times then playing in the forest. Can we possibly shine the light on the child trafficking using crystals and also Dead Sea Scrolls to assist in saving and helping um, our children? As well as if you can share maybe an update that can be shared now on how we're doing with the children. Thank you. Yes. Um, the amounts that we have strided in year of uh, 2020 2021 now going into 2022 are vast energetically so you don't know what you don't know is that you are a strong protector of this child or human trafficking so when you're sleeping or when you're consciously days off for a moment space you turn into the higher self version of you and you astral travel out of the body and maybe you might assist a ring coming to light you might as come in to assist a child it is vast much has happened in the underground that we don't know about though there is a bit of um it's a little it's fast but then also a little bit slow just because we know who's in in presidency right now and we know what they represent so that is slow but, but not because the people of our planet are have become grander in awareness over it so they outwin that false control we thank you we thank you many of you are doing profound work in ways that are hard to explain in this time and space to you just know that they are being assisted and saved by being by by benevolent positive beings of our universe it's happening understand though that some of these children though some of them are just souls that are agreed that just came in like they're like an orb of light that just came in really quick to be that and to transmute it and out they go back to source come in out they go back to source so yes continue to have awareness talk not not okay so what we started seeing was in lumerian times specifically with the merlin incarnation our common father was that they started beginning to do that pedophilic sexual trauma onto children then and it began through 
these different dark sorceries then that's when it began so this is a beautiful time and space that you can go to because it began there in atlantis and it continued to spread since then until you are now in strong awareness and at this point the vastness of light on earth is just un invincible unstoppable because the bifurcation trifurcation has happened Thank you. It has been such a most glorious honor to be here with you. We feel complete for this video. We look forward to seeing you in our next channeling where we will explain more of our Earth's history. We love you, honor you, and respect you. Veluvia Mutal Emonte and raw. Thank you. Ah, the visuals to that channeling was magical, especially when we're on the positive side of Lemuria. And I could just sense and see all the children everywhere. Oh, <laughs> oh we hope. I hope that we explained it all as best as possible because there was so much going on. It's similar like when you have a passive regression or a regression, there's so much being explained and you're trying to speak it in words. I think we did a really good job explaining that. Thank you all very infinitely, infinitely. I will see you in our next Friday. Thank you for being here. Share this video far and wide. I love you, honor you, and respect you. Thank you for being you.